previously on Champions of the Earth. If you had my deal, you would probably see a little bit more of the tavern. And then, yes, you might be able to see a way out of it. This place is uh, colloquial called the Giant's Rest. Yeah, you can get the room for the boys and a room for the little lady. Uh, you're not uh, interested in us uh, staying together. No, no, well, it just wouldn't be, wouldn't be right. We have uh, rules in this establishment and it gets a little, well, some of the locals get a little um, hungry. And then as I previously mentioned in the other corner, there is a, a finely jacketed cocktail man. Uh-huh. Who is, is he a cocktail man or is he a cocktail He's a cocktail man. I was just looking at that hooded figure in the corner. So you'd really like to go sleepwalking? Oh, yeah, I suspect I would. And she kind of slowly backs over the door and reaches to the door handle <laughs> and tries to open the door handle. It does not open. Martha, Olive, and Mel, you are now the size of mice. Yeah! yeah! Like Huxley checks the floor real quick, like, and... And as Huxley looks over to the floor, he sees that uh, the room is about a foot and a half full of liquid. Okay, okay. Well, this room is filling with acid. Yeah, this room is filling with actual good. acid. This is not good at all. Um, it's about nine inches from the top of your bed. Okay. Uh, of the earth. And as the quarter hits the liquid, there is a sizzle. And you can see the metal of the quarter kind of bubble and boil as it sinks, and then it's pretty much gone. Okay, okay. this room is filling with acid. Yeah, this room is filling with actual acid. This is not good at all. Um, it's about nine inches from the top of your bed. You want to take your chances in the void? Yeah, I don't want to take my chances in the acid. Chill time. And I, um, and I look, I look. Six inches. I look over at the suit, bird. Suit's on. Hey, bird, I hope you have a power suit. And uh, I suit out. Okay, everybody together, window, let's try this. We're going into the void, bird. Fuck it out, all right, fine, to the bird. And then the, the acid is rising, yeah, uh-huh. it's almost to the top um, of the I pull the Warhammer. Sweet. Yeah. Uh-huh. One, two, three. Okay, the three attacks all slam against the window, but don't do anything. The, the acid is now reaching just to the top right. of the mattresses. Okay, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so I'm gonna spend five power points on a cold snap uh, to try to freeze the acid. Like, or to freeze the bubbling liquid that's coming up and slow it down or like ice it over. You channel your inner frostiness and are you gonna use the whip? Huxley like charges up the whip and it's still this, it's become this like super elegant like fey whip to go with the new like sleeker sort of duds. Heck yeah! Uh, so you whip down at that acid and it splashes the acid, but even as the acid kind of floofs up, it freezes. And across the entire pool, it kind of ice lakes. Okay, cool. For the moment, right. it is frozen. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, oh, that was pretty good, man. Uh, okay, especially because we have somebody made a fire in the room. I don't think this is gonna hold forever, so uh, I think we just have some breathing time. Like, how do we get out of here? Um, uh, and, and, and Hyde just Where's the like, bell? Is there, like, can we see, like, a service bell, or? There is a bell. It is now in the frozen acid. God fucking damn it. 
Um, but Hyde is like, oh, um, I can't get through the window. It's uh, maybe a, a, a press diamond, uh, but maybe the, maybe the walls. Hey, maybe why the is ceiling? this happening to us, man? I don't fucking know. Is this about you, man? No, it's not about me. Are you me. fucking wanted, man? I'm not a fucking wanted bird. I've got enemies. We've all got fucking enemies. This isn't about me, though. I mean, I guess it could be about me, but I highly doubt it's me. No one knows I'm here. I've been disguised as a fucking beard and hiding in your hair. Who the fuck knows that we're here? What are you here? Everybody knows you're here. You're the loudest fucking band in all fucking thing. <laughs> I swing around with my warhammer, and I'm like, you don't even know, loud man. And I uh, want to leap and attack the door, which is made of Vitae energy. Seem to be. Can cool. I Can I assist? Always yeah, assist. I've got the whip. I've got the whip. Oh That's yeah. A 14. That's a 23. Yeah. Okay. And you uh, your flaming warhammer swings around, slams into that door. Boom! It blows the door to pieces, flying out into the hallway. I uh, land in the hallway. Is there acid there? As you land in the hallway, though, the acid is still frozen and in the room. <sighs> I look on either side, like perception check, see if I like, see anybody who could be causing this. Uh, there is no one immediately in the room. However, you do hear a kind of ghostly howl, and you hear the floorboards and the the, the wood start to kind of creak and groan. And from the floor, you see a shape start to rise up, almost like made of the floorboards itself, a kind of a wooden floorboard man who says, You shouldn't be out of your room. My room shouldn't be full of fucking acid. Yeah, I point at the acid. Somebody tried to kill us, man. One Unless this is some sort of fucking amenity I don't understand. One star Yelp review. It's like, oh, perhaps you should go back to bed and find out. Someone wasn't supposed to leave their room. I turn back to Huxley and go, he's not talking about us, man. And I turn back to the, uh, to the ladies' room and I hit on the wall. Bam, bam, bam. He bangs on the door to an empty room. The ladies are following pause. Down, down, through the walls. And as you start to move through these walls and this kind of like corridor of, of wooden slats, you start to realize that the frame of these walls is start to like, the wood is kind of a much more polished. It's kind of a more of an organic looking. And then the color I, starts to shift. Can I see that? What is it? I think I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna do a new one. I think this is a good, a good new thing for Mel. And just, she's gonna. Uh, she's just gonna say, "I need some help." And you're suited up. You can okay. tell now that your visor's down. You can see that same kind of. There's a lot of magical energy, but you, since you're smaller and your perspective is a little different, you realize that yeah, these kind of the the supports of this building are definitely Vitae, though there's lots of kind of other energy coursing around. Um, you are definitely in the middle of not a tavern, but some kind of looks natural. magical bullshit. If you just if you just come with me this way, are you enjoying your walk? Oh, so much! I've never felt so alive. <sighs> and then, like, and then as she says that, she kind of shakes her arm and manifests her shield, and then like shakes out the gym jam. In fact, I'm feeling more awake by the minute. Hey, hey, pause. Why do they lock us in our rooms? Oh. Well, it's for your safety. You have to have a pleasant night's sleep. She leads you down and down. And as you're traveling down and down, this little hallway has stopped really being a corridor and a wall and started being much more of a an esophageal tube. Like it's a 
vein, it's some kind of organ that opens up into a larger space. Um, is this large by our sized standards or large by regular human sized standards? Perspective is now kind of donked. Um, there, you were definitely walking downwards a while. There were, you were curving. This is not how a wall works, but the room you walk into is large. It's Could, uh, red. Before we walk into the room, I, I've seen that the two of you have fully suited up. Oh, yeah. I'm still just in the like dress form that we were performing in, mm -hmm. um, and and give you both a knowing nod of, oh, and hands together wand just sort of peel the fingers oh. like that like pulling on a string and then just a thin piece of long conductor wand appears and uh okay as you walk into this larger room you see that it's very organic it's very curved i'd like you each to roll either agility checks or tactics checks fuck Okay. Um, nine. Agility. Ten. For a nine. Eighteen. Tactics, of course. Um, I rolled a, a six for tactics. Mel, uh, as you're walking in, uh, your foot splooshes down in something that's kind of wet. And as it does, after the moment of like, ew, this is wet and gross, it actually starts to burn you for a point of damage. What the fuck is happening? Are my, you okay? The no, liquid, my foot's on fire. What? The liquid sizzles at your armored boot. And though you can kind of shake it off, you can now see that there are puddles of liquid in this space in the same kind of the sizzling kind of green. All of your eyes kind of scan the room. You're, you're not quite able to take any of it in, but Martha, you clock it. You start to see shapes. It's a, it's like a being inside of a person, right? medical? It's medical. Guys, the inn's alive. It's a being. And we're inside of it. We're inside. And she kind of looks at your foot. Stomach. Ew. Stomach acid. Yeah. We're in its stomach? Maybe. I mean, I don't know how phase anatomy works, but if I had to guess. Oh, I thought about being pre-med for a while, but it's too icky. Touches the sides of the wall. I'm so Sorry? I don't think we need to be sorry. Pause. Is this who you made the deal with? If I were to make a deal. If you were to make a deal, this is be, would be who you make the deal with. I fucking told you. <laughs> Cannot help herself. It's like, I fucking knew it. I told you guys it was a terrible idea and you made me come in here anyway. Well, we're here now and let's help pause. As you- I wanna help me, my foot is burning. <laughs> As your eyes kind of do scan the room, um, you do see that those shapes, that one seems to be kind of covered in armor. That one is kind of a collection of strange twisted bones. Um, that one over there is wearing all black. Like That one over there, the people in the room stomach? Corpses, skeletons. Oh, got it. Dead Long people. dead people. Long dead? Long dead. If you kick uh, one of the armored kind of bodies, you see that, yeah, in fact, for some reason, this um, kind of the chest plate on this skeleton is not, not nothing, melting. Nothing, no, like, no, I'm, I'm looking for 
more of a anything magical or useful. I, I can't use a chest plate. I'm sorry. All right. Well, but it's not it's not touched by the acid at all. Uh, it's a bit tarnished, but but it is not. You know, there was like leather bits on it that has have fallen yeah. apart. Oh, um, Pause. If, if I were to make the deal, yes. Um, please don't. I, this is hypothetical. Don't worry, I'm not making the deal. Um, where would you go to discuss this? Or where would you go if you had to think about it for a really long time and get out of it? Where's its face? Where's its heart? Well, it doesn't have a heart face you met behind the bar. Can you take us to the weakest part of this establishment? I can. It, it might hurt. It's, it's very strong, but there may be a way out. What about you, though? Oh, well, you shouldn't worry about me. But, but you might be able to get out. And she, she points up to the... We're not going to leave you here. I'm not leaving you here. Sometimes the best way you can help someone is from the outside rather than the in. Sometimes the help that you need can only come from outside. And she points up, and you can see kind of above you, there's a, a valve that's kind of clenched tight. Um, but directly beneath it is most of the corpses and the bodies. Um, you get a distinct impression that when this thing eats, that's where things come down from. The boys. Oh, I'm afraid they're probably having their very restful sleep. What? I need you to go check on them right now. Oh my god, Hux! Um... Nico! Probably still okay. They're not idiots. I mean, they just look like it. But what if they just went to sleep? No, they wouldn't be asleep. They'd be hide. They'd be awake. They'd be awake. They'd know. They gotta be awake. Pause, you have to find them! Uh, are you reaching out with your feelings? Yes. Alright, so then, boys. In the hallway, this wooden floor man has been starting to kind of shamble towards you. Like, get back in your room! I throw down the war hammer and I look at Hux and I'm like, Man, I'm starting to think we might um, need to fight this whole place. Do you think it's like a scary ghost house? I, I, I guess Huxley's looking at the man with his enhanced vision. He is a Vitae-based woodman. Right. Kind of like an approximation of a man. Okay, so at this point, I think Huxley has figured out that like it's all it all looks like it's flowing like from the house it is into the definitely like this guy is crafted from the floorboards of the house. Looks like it's my turn, man. Because uh, I know your power is uh, Glacis and it's useless against Vitae. So I'm going to try and take this attack against Wood Carrier. Wood Man! Haha, 23. Um, so that crits, which means uh, I have, with my Warhammer, times two damage for the rest of the combat uh, until I fail an attack. So your Warhammer swings around, it is times two, boom, slams through it, blows off in front of its arm, uh, its body, but it still maintains its feet as if its feet are literally planted in the floor. It's what kind of ghost is this, man? Hungry ghost! And it swings at you for a 20. Big Nat 1. Nice. 
Huxley turns to hide. Are you any good against this? I'm much, much more of a, of a, of a talker, not, not really a fighter. Okay, cool, great. Hey, I need your wisdom real fast. Like, at this point, would you consider that the house is largely, like, in breach? Yeah, it's, it seems like whatever the fuck deal is going on here is... I don't fucking know, but I know we gotta get the fuck out. Meanwhile, I am smashing it with my hammer. Cool. I, I have already rolled. You, uh, the wood guy again? Yes. Blammo, what'd you want? 20. Yep. It's a nat 20 uh, with four on. So yeah. boom, all the little cinder bits of wood go clattering down the hallway. <laughs> and you both hear in your heads yeah. the voice of Olive. You're alive, you're alive, you're alive, of course you're alive, you're awake. Oh my god, oh my god, can you hear this? Can you hear this? Tell me you can hear this. I heard their voice earlier today. A little Olive voice inside my head. I... You heard that one now too? Just this time, yeah, but you've been hearing it all day? And I just, I, a huge sigh of relief and just yell, I'm not crazy! Huxley's looking at you like you're a little crazy. And a giant wooden hand comes flying out of the wall and you both duck out of the way as this hand kind of swoops across uh, and tries to take off your heads. But you can see a creature is now pulling itself out of the wall, this wooden kind of... Okay, I'm not crazy, but this place is crazy. We need to get to the girls. And I bang, bang, bang on the door again. They're not in the room. Where are we supposed to go, man? And I try to make a connection to the three of you on comms. Nico. Are you alive? Are you okay? What's going on? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're alive. Um, we're in the middle of, I duck a giant hand. Uh, we're in the middle of a bit of a fight um, up on the hallways. Yeah, I guess you guys left your room and they are very angry. They tried to kill us uh, with acid, like a punk villain. Well, we're, we're actually inside somewhere. I can hear it right now. How can wait, you? wait, like you are or we are? No, we all are. Oh, and I look back, stomach acid. Right, okay, house alive, gotcha, okay. That's awful. Pause, you need to go get them. You need to bring them to us. Bring them to you? Okay, 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 okay I'll, I'll bring them to you. Pause is gonna race back out Martha, of the room. And I turned to the two of you. Martha. What? I'm not wearing a helmet. How did I hear him? Uh, Olive? Never mind. Sidebar. <gasps> we need to get up there. Maybe I've done something like this before. I look down at my arm. And I close my eyes really, really tight, and I, with my 10 power points, I cast Wild Branch and turn my dominant arm into a giant writhing tree branch. So as you start to put your arm up, Martha like points it down. Oh. Okay, and it just starts rising me right. up. And then to like the I, thing. we both, I'm like, I, I like oh. just heard the male to jump onto all of. <laughs> and you, the Hang three on. of you, Jack and the Beanstalk, <laughs> up to the uh, the compressed closed valve up at the top of this stomach room. Uh, in the hallway, uh, this thing's fucking taking another swat at you. This so he hits you both, Jack, as it's kind of this flopping down at you. It actually kind of stops, bong, doesn't affect you. But you, Hux, it does hit one point of damage, knocking you back on your ass. Hux is gonna run down the stairs. Uh, so that, that's where the main, like, the main floor is that we were downstairs. Huxley's looking for a weapon that can hurt it, because doesn't. As you rush down into the, uh, the first floor room where you guys had this fucking amazing night, it's empty. 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 The Nobody around. There are tables, there are uh -huh. chairs, there is not a single other soul in this room. Uh, 
except for the chair monster that starts to form together as all the chairs clatter together and he kind of becomes a chair thing, a chair kind of troll that starts to hork itself towards you and throws okay. a chair fist right at you, Huxley. Not again? Are you serious? You're not quite there yet. Okay. Uh, 15, 17. Oh shit, wait, 17 goes the attacker. Fuck. So it's chair fist, literally like a fist made out of chair, smacks into your chest for another point of damage. Okay, now that's just rude. Hugs, you all right? No, I'm not all right. And I run down uh, towards you. I got you, man. Uh, and I'd like to berserker on him. Don't hit pause. Fortunately, the house, literally all of this is an entity, so there's always a target. Berserker's perfect in this scenario because I can always exhaust on something, even if it's not effective. I fail. No, not enough. I just completely missed the creature. But yeah. luckily, uh, you hear a little pop, and in the corner of the room, a mouse hole appears. And Paws pops her head out. Oh god, oh god, I'm too late, I'm too late, I'm too late, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Oh, mouse, not, that doesn't help anything right now, Mouse! Oh, oh, um, uh, come with me, quickly, quickly, come with me. And come with you, we're going like we... And I, she kind of pops I, I up. I'm, I'm like coming over towards you and I'm trying to see where you're going. And she grabs, yeah, she she raises, she's waving to her little uh, mouse hole. Uh, buddy, you're very, very small. Oh we're my very, God, very and she leaps up and grabs you by the finger and as she just throwing, you are now tiny again. Oh, we're tiny, okay. You're, Whoa, this is... You two, come, 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 come. Huxley's oh, running, Huxley's oh. running too, Huxley's running too. Hey, she reaches up for a high five. High five. Boom, boom. you're boom. small too. Yeah. Now you're both tiny. Um, and I'm like, uh, come on, come on, come in. And the giant oh, chair kind of clatters crazy. after oh you. This is so crazy. And as it brings down its massive <laughs> crunching armchair, you both boom into the hole. Oh, wait. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the middle bit. The middle bit. What? Hi, Marcy. Oh, who are you talking about? This is definitely the voice of Colin Kelly, oh. your GM. Strange benighted me. Of course it is. I would not uh, <laughs> miss Our, those dulcet tones anywhere. No, Colin's, Colin's hard at work, and uh, you have us today. Yay! Uh, Colin is hard at work because your incredible support means that we are definitely producing not one, not two, in fact, probably three, but maybe as many as four zines. Woo! We are blown away by the incredible support that you all have shown our first ever Kickstarter. Thank you so much. It's amazing and overwhelming, and I am so excited to see where we end up. But thank you. Thank you so much. So we know you miss Colin, uh, but thank you from the entire cast for keeping him so busy mm -hmm. uh, because, yeah, we have a lot of work to do now uh, to get ready for the summer. In fact, one of the things that uh, could keep Colin even busier is this rumored fourth zine. If we hit our second stretch goal, which we are like less than $700 away from at this point, everyone, then uh, the fourth zine will include uh, a lot of new adventure notes for running a longer, more exciting Champions of the Earth game of your own, but also... Uh, NPCs, locales, uh, maybe a map of Beach Bay. And a bunch of uh, new monsters. Uh, Mar Marzi, what are some of your uh, favorite monsters that uh, we dispatched too quickly because uh, the I mean, game was unbalanced at the beginning? Oh, I think you got, oh, you got to go with the classics, Steve. Uh, <sighs> got, got to love Steve. Steve, the giant uh, automaton. 
I consider I consider Kylie a, a, a nemesis and or monster, and one day I will, re- will regain that ticket booth. Oh man, what are Kylie's stats? She <laughs> definitely has stats. Uh, uh, those that that'll definitely be in there. Uh, but what about you, reserve champions, loyal listeners? Surely you have some favorite NPCs or some places you would like to visit or know more about. Definitely. What other secrets lie inside Huxley's house? God. We're going to find out. Where are his parents' we- bodies? <laughs> I'm teasing. Huxley's parents are fine. They're just not at home. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. That old chestnut. Let's get to business. Let's get to business. <laughs> yes, let's talk about our great sponsor, uh, Die Hard Dice, who makes all of Woo! the um, thrilling roles that you've heard in the show now possible. We roll a Die Hard Dice while we play. Uh, we started revealing some of our character dice, and we're going to reveal some more soon. Um, I know I love mine. It's been working just fine for me. Thank you, Die Hard. If Colin were here, Colin would talk about the weighty heft of a solid metal die that goes kathonk uh, with the the, the, yeah. the, the, the kathonkness of kathonking. Wow. Uh, it's definitely clear that you're a sound designer. Right? I can tell. Um, so just to remind you all, we have 15% off all those lovely dice in that store if you use the promo code CHAMPIONSCAST. And that we're also doing a sponsored giveaway. Um, Die Hard is helping us give you dice. So please, um, you'll have a chance every month to win. So, yeah, it is a seven-piece set of your choosing. We're Mm. randomly giving one away every month. This month, we are choosing the winners from everyone who has been tweeting um, or sharing our Kickstarter. And there's still time, so share that. Um, anywhere you'd like, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Tumblr, tag us and let us know you did it and we, you will be automatically entered for a chance to win. So we're going to announce the February winner next episode in episode 26th, which is such a long way away from way here and also not that far away at all. No. You know what else isn't that far away? Uh, is it WonderCon? Yeah, WonderCon is coming. It's in Anaheim at the end of March, uh, which is close to Los Angeles, where we are. Yep. Um, and possibly close to where you will be if you are at WonderCon. Or close to Disney. Just pointing that one out there. Yeah, we want to go there, too. Uh, a lot of Nerdsmith creators are going to be down there. Uh, we've designated it as the next big uh, meetup for the network. Um, I did one of these at Rose City Comic Con, which was the last major Nerdsmith meetup. It was a blast, and I was so happy to meet so many of you, and I am looking forward to doing it again. So, uh, if you are thinking of going to WonderCon, uh, keep us in your plans. And also, just FYI, I might be convincing Jesse to do his first ever cosplay at a con, so it is definitely worth coming to. Oh, wow. That's out there. Yep. You're smiling, smiling, smiling. Uh, Oh, gosh. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. Thanks to all of you for helping make the Kickstarter drive such a success. We are overwhelmed, and we are so excited to be bringing the game to you this summer. We cannot wait to tell you more about it. We still have a couple of surprises, um, and we'll have some more details in the next episode when we're all celebrating. But in the meantime, uh, keep sharing. Keep being awesome, and have have yourselves an adventure. adventure. Sorry, Colin, we were so excited to say your line. Race, you race, you race. Down to the hole. You three are pressed up against the uh, still closed valve. Huxley, are you guys okay? Where are you? Are you coming? Did you find my paws? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right, so we are... 
We're small and we are running and this and you are messed up. This is tumbling. Oh, man, man, we're so tiny. And you, are you this tiny? And yeah. you, it's really fucking weird. And you tumble into you? the room. And Hyde is not with us, right? Hyde is not with so you. I, so I'm in the room and I land face first. Uh, and I look up. Hi, you want to climb up the me? <laughs> uh, and I look over to Hux. I think we're supposed to go up the. the. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, uh, it's better than where we were. Uh, and I run up the thing. Did you guys find any chair monsters? No. Pause, how can we help you from the outside? A deal has to be made between two people. If one of the people doesn't exist anymore, then the deal doesn't matter. Right. I look down. You're telling us you want us to kill this thing? I'm sure I'm not saying that. Yeah, of course but... not. Hypotheticals. Go find Hyde. Get somewhere safe until we're done. Help Hyde the bird? The bird. Okay. Be careful. Martha's gonna try to like wedge your shield up into it. I, I'm, I'm gonna need help on that. To like open this thing up. So is it? You could do work to do your work yeah. together. So that's a twenty. That's that one. A twenty works. Uh, utilizing your kind of strength, you you hold it open, and Nico is the biggest of you. So now there is a there's a sizable hole in this uh, esophageal go, go, tube. Go. Sure. And oh, um, Olive's arm Giant just arm elevator. grows and slowly pushes all of you, including Nico, who's riding the thing, up just into the esophagus of this nice. creature. And, and it goes black. As you force your way through this tube of flesh and meat, and then you hear Somehow Mel and Nico, Mel and Nico find each other in this bizarre <laughs> grossness being pressed together. There's a sudden light as the five of you go hurtling through the air. You see that you are tumbling out of the chimney of the tavern. I'll try and shoot the chimney. I'll use gymnast and I will maybe roll something good. 15. 15 will do it. As your bolt of a pure black light shoots across the air, slams into this chimney, and you execute a perfect somersault through the air, landing on your feet. That was gross. Nico lands next to you face face first and then falls onto his ass. Meanwhile, the chimney of this tavern quivers. Slowly, it starts to rise up. It's- What do uh, they call this place again? Giant's Rest. Yeah. Fudge. I think we might have just woke the giant. From underneath this house, you see these kind of two gigantic muscly legs as it rises up from the outside of the house to kind of the walls split apart and these arms kind of drop down. And the face, this kind of front of the tavern slowly starts to shift back into that same wooden mask that the barkeep had at the very start when he welcomed you inside. He stands 80 feet tall, this gigantic fucking giant. You have returned to normal size as you've exited the mysterious energy of this giant's innards as he looks down at you and says, Yo, we had a deal. I never made a deal for you to leave. And I'm gonna need you guys to roll initiative. Uh, he opens up his toothy maw and lets loose a beam of energy that strikes out at all five of you. 
Hit, hit, we got two hits. Mel, the first hit, the first beam of energy that hits you is a beam of pure light that slams into you and does two points of damage. Yeah. All right, so I am officially physically injured. Uh, but Olive. Yes. It hits you for four. Whoa. That's okay. Blowing you off your feet. Though you're able to then land back on your feet. Damn. Ow. Olive. And Martha, you're up. Okay. Um, Martha's gonna look up into their sky and she's gonna call for Mariposa, who's been, I assume, kind of hanging out. Kind of hanging out, yeah. And the, your beautiful golden butterfly comes swooping down out of the sky. Can I point and also throw my shield? So the way this Actually, yeah, no, the way I'm this not going to work is that you're going to be able to command your your beast or do an attack. Right? It's kind of classic D and D familiar rules. She's gonna go run over. She's gonna just get her get her butterfly circling and then be like kind of turn to everyone. And you go summon your animals, and then she's gonna walk over to Olive and do a uh, she's gonna do shield defense. And so she's got her thing up, ready to defend. Assuming she's close enough to anybody, but the next attack. She's got her shield up. Yeah, your defense, the way your defense works is you can call yeah. who you will be defending. But, but she's thanks. standing closest yeah, to all. Yeah, yeah. Right Narratively, now. you're standing next to all. Yeah. Awesome. I stand up to brush the dirt off my suit. Finally, helmet on. Mel, on your turn, you do hear a wildcat cry as bounding from the shadows comes your giant black panther, which had been waiting patiently outside. So we can't call it the ultimate champion until all of us have called our animals. We don't know. The only way that we know that ultimate champion rules work is that when we're in our monsters and we make a successful attack, light, light, then light, we get light, a light. light. And then when all the lights are on, then we can press the lights and we can all turn into the ultimate right, champion. Right, but they're real but now. So we, we have no idea what's yeah. gonna trigger it, but we can assume a successful attack. So that's what we're gonna try. All right, I'm gonna try a claw attack, a slice. Aye. 13, 17. Nice. Uh, so the panther, it doesn't just like get the, the get the knee, but it actually like launches up. It's a panther, these things are fucking great at climbing. So it almost climbs some of the leg and slashes at the giant's hamstring. Whoa! He kind of almost tumbles. Oh, get away from me, foolish cat. Hucks. Uh, Huxley looks around and like has a moment where he like really, really, really swears, just like quietly under his breath, watching this like watching this panther and all these things because he knows like what's gonna happen. Fine, Priscilla, I need you. <gasps> Martha like drops her shield and doesn't double take. <laughs> Priscilla? And it comes. You can barely see it. It moves so fast as it comes shooting out of the out of the tree line. A bolt of blue energy. How big is this raccoon? A regular raccoon no! size. <laughs> it's real. As it comes shooting out, landing next to you, Huxley. It looks at you Why? on its and stands up on its back. Like, legs. A, little, like a little raccoon Pikachu. And it salutes. <laughs> Huxley salutes right back. And he's like, get in there and you cause some fucking damage. Be a pest. And Priscilla charges, 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 and what attack are you using? So this is a this is a bite, uh, like the, the the standard sort of like the little raccoon just like leaps and uh, leaps and flies at this thing with little paws and okay. teeth and, Roll it. and all of this shit. Yeah. Okay, so that's a fifteen. 
Um, I'm going to spend two to boost that to 16. Good call. So I'm gonna. here's the flavor text I want to give you. Uh, Priscilla gives a, gives a salute, and you're like, fuck this shit up. You're like, okay. She leaps into the air. Is she? It's Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you actually catch. And you spin around. And you fastball special. You fastball special this little raccoon with all your strength straight at this fucker's head as it flies at it. Little claws just wildly slashing as it hits the giant in the eye. It's like, oh, and he swats at it and knocks it back. Uh, but it does do damage. Uh, well, I guess it's... Oh, this is just kinetic, right? Kinetic, kinetic, yeah, it's right. kinetic, yeah, uh-huh. Sure, yeah. And it slashes up its face. Oh! Uh, and kind of stumbles backwards. Was not expecting to have a raccoon thrown at its face. Uh, that is an unexpected and unconventional strike. No one expects the raccoon. Nico. I look over to Hux and I'm like, dude, that was badass. But are we supposed to be giving them names? I don't know. We've just been developing kind of a rapport. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, yeah, we've been talking to each other and I figured it was weird to just like look at the raccoon, so. I just sort of look down for a second and I'm like, huh. And Nico thinks about his idol from Mark of Cain and Helmet, the greatest drummer of metal history, John Stanier. Stanier, to me. I wanna use bind, um, and ideally like we're like launching it at its face to try to like bind it up so it's like stumbling and can't make actions. If you want the uh, strike to go to its face, I'm going to say that you'll have to do a strength check to try and fastball special your giant octopus up at its face. Wait until something that flies and throw it at its face. Um, No, I'm going to take the strength check. Uh, And I'm going to just throw a bunch of shit into it. So uh, I'm going to throw my metalhead trait into this. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, you are. Uh, Because of the the John Stanier thing. And John Stanier is, by the way, a dope-ass drummer. You should watch some videos of him. He's amazing. Uh, All right, so this is... All right, uh, so that's 17. Boom, you got it. All right. Yeah. So so your arms wrap around this relatively already pretty fucking big Kraken octopus. And using your incredibly strong, unexpected muscles, you follow Huxley's lead and hork this thing through the air. It's flying like a wet tentacle missile straight for now roll its attack. don't do that. 17. Fuck, 12. Uh, as the o- octopus slams into his face. <laughs> and he tumbles over on his back. For those of you listening, Colin just actually fell backwards out of his chair in an attempt to be the cool giant. Uh, as it slams into, uh, so it's a bind though, so. It's a bind, it basically means it has to beat a critical 20 or uh, it cannot take an action. Okay, wow. fucking sweet. Uh, as its tentacles kind of wrap around this giant wooden head. And he's trying to like figure out how to get this thing off of his face, but it's currently pretty complicated. <laughs> Olive. So standing by uh, Martha, having listened to both of them, and I, I look and give you a, a knowing sort of smirk of like voice, and then just bluebell. And then um, I am launching my arm because my arm is still a giant tree and I can do close-up attacks from ranged and I get a plus five to all my attacks for the duration of the game. All attacks. Um, the whole, it's, it's, 
The downside is she has a giant free like a giant right. arm. free arm. Yeah, but she can do that. But I yeah. can nice. sweep the legs. Yes, you're sweeping the legs. <laughs> I love it. Even though I have a plus five, I'm still gonna do, I'm gonna throw three free spirit into here. Uh, 23. Oh, Jesus. Okay, yeah, no. Beats 14. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so are you, are you kind of like sweeping I'm the leg? I'm sweeping the legs. Try and punch it? Okay, you're gonna, as it's stumbling with this octopus on its face, your tentacle, your giant branch arm sweeps and knocks one of its feet right out from under it as it starts to lose its balance. And it tumbles over uh, this massive giant. Boom! Kind of this thunderclap you can see reverberates across the entire uh, as it screams out. Uh, but it is knocked down, uh, and that was a Vitae on Vitae. Bluebell, do we get to see her? And Bluebell comes charging out of the woods. Uh, a beautiful elephant. Make sense? Regular sized elephant. Okay. You, you probably can't throw her. Like the I game. wasn't imagining I could okay. throw her. But yeah. you never know if I got a puppy-sized elephant or like a massive 800 so feet tall elephant. Comparisonly, the butterfly's outrageous then. The butterfly's yes. outrageously large. You did tell so, me that so my the Kraken. You you did so tell me that my panther was what a normal butterfly was like is. taller, I mean, like a was like octopus yeah. not this the, big. Five so, yeah, feet. I think it was five feet. The, the normal pan. raccoon. Okay, okay, okay. Normal raccoon. <laughs> but it saluted you. <laughs> All right, the giant needs to beat a 20. Yep. And he rolls an at one. Uh, so the giant is on his back trying to get himself up, but he can't as he kind of uh, screams out like, Betray our humans! Deal-breaking humans! If you broke the deal, man, Wampumstainer! And what you can see, you can see through, in that moment, you see through one of his little windows that's kind of in his belly. And in those windows, you see the ghostly blue forms of Shadra and the house band and the cockatiel man Stratus. You see them pressed up against the window, hands on the windows, like watching this, like this is, this is, this is everything. This is the only thing they've ever wanted as they're banging and they're trying and they're cheering. You can't hear them because they're behind windows, but they're here for you. They are fucking pumped. And it is Martha's turn. Martha brings, points to Mariposa, kind of like, Points her arm forward and has that beautiful butterfly do a, a strike against it. His bones gets a negative rolls. Fifteen? Uh, no, seventeen. Boost. Okay. As uh, Mariposa does this sweet, like, dive bomby twist, and boom, rockets off his head, uh, sending his head back, slamming into the ground. Mel is going to direct since the giant is prone on the ground is going to is going to direct her panther to bite its throat. Uh, ties go to the attacker. Uh, so uh, the oh, and your panther doesn't have a name, does it? Not yet. That's okay. As Twitterful. badass Black Panther sinks its cat maw down on its on the on the beast's neck. I assume this is also a Lux attack. 
Oh, yeah. So it's like teeth glowing with, 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 with black light power. It rips out a chunk of this thing's wooden form, uh, but blood splurts out uh, for another two points of damage. Screams out, it bellows with an unearthly, impossible to comprehend sound. It shakes the heavens. Sky sheet. Sky sheet. Sky sheet. Sky sheet. The holes in the sky sheet. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Something has just occurred to us. Huxley, well, that's good because Huxley, it's your turn. Priscilla, continue to be the biggest nuisance as possible. So, like, I mean, her little raccoon paws are gonna, like, scurry. Scurry and claw at the building. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, get it on the inside, like, because the, 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 the panther softened it up and the raccoon has gonna died inside. Gonna sweet yeah. neck uh-huh. meat. Yeah, huh? Okay, now we're cooking with gas. Roll that bad boy. Yeah, all right. So that is um, a 22. Okay. All right, so with the raccoon does 22 with the bite, that's gnaw. Target gets minus two to defense and can, until next turn. Okay, great. Uh, so yeah, it actually finds a vein in there and you hear him bellow out as it like, Priscilla just starts like ripping apart one of its really tender little vital bits as it starts just squirting bigger and fluid. Um, he screams out like like a shrill kind of scream, not like a not like a tough guy scream, but like the kind of scream that scream kind of rip your the bed of your nail. Oh yeah, it stings. Really, just hurts. Nico. <laughs> so the head's pretty well taken care of, and all the animals are kind of like messing with the head. So I go over to the feet. And uh, I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna use five points uh, to uh, use a firebolt. Oh shit! Uh, and I want to uh, firebolt him uh, in the nuts. <laughs> in his house nuts. I want I want to stand between the legs. Uh, it's called the basement on a house. I want to stand between the legs, and I want to. Uh, he's on the ground now, right? So I go between the legs, and I'm looking at the basement. Um, and and presumably like there's like windows, and these people are like trying to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I go, stand back! And I- You're all like confused? Like, And I spend five power points and unfurl a giant fire blast. And the flames start rolling up its wooden body as its, it's howling stream of pain starts to just kind of start getting higher and higher as it starts swatting at itself, <laughs> trying to put out these flames uh, that are just kind of crawling up its body as it starts it's screaming, it's, it's panicked. No! 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 It starts to roll around on the ground. And Olive, it's your yeah. turn. I run at uh, Bluebell. I picks me up, puts me on the head, and I say, stampede at the windows, girl. And of course, it's not one. Okay, but for real, what's your modifier? I only rolled a two. As Bluebell drops. She's slamming her tusks and I'm slamming with my arms just on the windows together. Great. And as and I'm this, just riding this giant elephant. lavender elephant comes charging at the house, he turns his head just for a moment to see it coming for him as the elephant with olive on its back rips into its chest. Glass and wood flying in every direction for a moment inside of her. Then she comes tearing out the other side. <laughs> Glass and bone and ichor soaring. And this house screams out. Bad deal! And his house body starts to shift and change and melt away. 
and soon he's just a regular kind of giant. His his body made of kind of a, a kind of a wet clay, as then that too starts to melt away, and then it's just bone, and then it's not much of anything at all, besides heaping piles of rotting ichor and debris. <sighs> Are they kind of like the sand? Yeah, Mel just immediately makes a beeline for for Nico and just like, I mean, I wouldn't say she launches herself at him, but she kind of launches herself at him and just hugs. Panic hug. Panic hug. Panic hug. Panic hug. Panic hug. Uh, and I, I, I mean, I'm, I, my eyes are just on this rotting corpse. This is a giant laughing corpse man. Uh, uh, in the ichor, you see a bit of a light. Many lights, actually. The kind of glowing forms of Stratus, Shadra, all of the patrons of the bar. No, look. Standing there. Yeah, Huxley just gives them a salute. And they look at you, and they salute back. And Shadra says, We'll always be your army. With a smile as they fade away. Huxley turns immediately to Nico. Like a fucking Lord of the Rings. We got a ghost army, bro. That's a fist bump for ghost army. <laughs> ghost army. Martha looks pretty worried. She's like, pause. Yeah. Visor. Can we see like um, and I, I, heat signatures amongst the gross? In all the gross, you see two heat signatures, both small, both faint. Or Martha's charging in. Digging. And as yeah. you yeah. dig through all the kind of icker and gooey, go, go, oh, 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 she's oh, like, what? <laughs> and she throws the bird. <laughs> and then you see her, it's paws covered in goo and, and wet and gross. You did it. Hey, paws. <sighs> you did it. <laughs> Thank you. Martha, like, Picks her out of the ooze. <laughs> the ooze. Oh, and she like nuzzles her wet, gross little face against you. And she looks at all three of you and says, thank you. Thank you. It's been so long. It was so bad. And you're the first ones who listen. Thank you. Thank you. And as you watch, her little fur gets grayer and older. Grayer. Martha, like, it's just immediate, just, whatever she's been holding together, like, at that moment, it breaks, and she's just like, oh, fuck. Hug you. Throw my arms around you. I thought I was gonna save her. You did. You did. You did. No. You did. You we did. We were you supposed did. to save her? Oh. That was saving her. That was saving all of them. Look at them. No. Look at them go. They've been trapped there for so long. And so were they. You did the right thing, we all did. 
Huxley's standing kind of apart for a second, and he looks at like the wreckage of this place, thinks about saying something smart alecky, and it was gonna be real good. But instead, he just like pops like the full armor back, and he turns basically to Martha. Come on, we're gonna go wreck every single thing here. And we're gonna get Esmond. And we're gonna burn the rest of this place to the ground on our way out. No, there's there's good people, like, pause. She's not bad, she wasn't bad, she just got... I can't believe everyone here is bad, and I won't do it. But we're gonna get Esmond, and we're gonna make the people who took him pay. And anyone else who hurts people like this, it's not right. But I'm not gonna let our own anger hurt people like Paws. I think that really stops him for a second. And I think the suit like falls back to the Fey thing. I think he just nods and falls in line. So like Nico really didn't know Paws like at all. Like didn't really have any kind of significant interaction as opposed to pretty much everybody else. Um, so I'm just gonna kind of like when everybody else is dealing with this, I'm gonna turn to Mel because Mel like, called them by name. Uh, and I say, uh, so did you know uh, the mouse? They're like, cool. No, not cool at all. Anti-cool. But, you know, a good person. Mel can't deal with more leaving and death and just whatever in her life. So she's just focusing over on Nico and is just gonna be like, what happened to your hand? I may have tricked Hyde. I might have also gotten us all killed. Honestly, uh, Mel, fun story. Uh, the bird's a total loser. Just don't, don't leave me alone, okay? I'm not going anywhere. Huxley's wandered over to Hyde. So it seems like there's uh, lots more things out here that want to kill all of us uh, than we thought at the beginning. Did it try to eat, eat you the last time you were here? When I said it was a safe place, that was not a lie. It used to be a perfectly fine and reasonable tavern. Obviously things changed. I might have been out of the loop a bit. Maybe not entirely up to date on the current affairs of the realm. Martha? Yeah, sorry. No, um, I was just... Do you want to help me? Yeah. I think it'd be good if um, we all did it. I mean, I didn't know them very well. But... They helped us get out. They helped us do all that deal, too. Uh, Paz got us all those sweet instruments. We had awesome taste. Huxley has Priscilla do some of the digging. Sure, Priscilla <laughs> is happy to do some of the digging. As this is happening, um, you do notice a few things in the debris. You do see Shadra's corpse. I search the body. And on that corpse, you do find a black obsidian blade. I take it. You do see that breastplate that I before was, well, and then, in all the debris, by itself, you find the Unicronium. Uh, Huxley picks it up um, very reverently um, at this point and uh, says, 
I shall name you Paws. And you hear in your ear, When you need us, play for us, and the army will come. (laughs) And as you stand over the wreckage of this foul, Foliath, that's what he's called, uh, his rotted corpse disappearing into the muck. All the bodies of the dozens and dozens and dozens of people he has slayed, and the, their spirits that he has enslaved for perhaps hundreds of years, now gone. We lift into the air, and on the horizon we see the pearlescent, rainbow-colored castle utterly resplendent and beautiful and undoubtedly filled with dread of the Fey Court. Champions of the Earth is created and DM'd by Colin Kelly and produced and audio designed by Jesse V. Hill. Featured in the cast were Gina DeVivo as Olive, Jackson Lansing as Nico, Jesse V. Hill as Huxley, Amanda Powers as Mel, and Marcy Campos as Martha. Our original theme music is by Stephen Gizzy. If you would like to play Champions of the Earth at your own table and be part of the public beta, all you have to do is go to bit.ly slash championszine. Champions of the Earth will return. Hey, Ellie. Um, I have some hypothetical questions for you. Okay, hit me. Do you like monsters? Yes. Do you like dating? Uh, yes. Do you like constant fear that your date may turn into a werewolf and devour you? Yeah, I mean, it's the only way that I get aroused. Wow, I have such good news for you. What? There's a podcast called Monster Crush. No way. That I feel like you may really like. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Oh my gosh. Where do I listen to this? Well... Right now, you can listen to it on Spotify, iTunes, or the Nerdsmith Network. However, in the future, I am looking into a microchip that will be implanted at birth. Wonderful microchips. Listen to Monster Crush. Monster Crush. <laughs> that was a that was the good take.